Welcome all to week three of the Joker and the Queen podcast. I am still Queen Brienne. And I am still Joker Charlie. We have had, I think, a better week this week than we did last week. I know last week we spent a majority of the podcast talking about frustrations and things we've been trying to work through. Venting and so on and so forth. I thought it was kind of last week's podcast had a little bit of a negative connotation to it. So this week we're going to definitely try and spice it up a little bit. Hopefully have a little bit more positive things to talk about. I do. I have lots of positive things to talk about. For one, we are sitting in our slightly updated recording studio. Podcast Studio 2.0. 2.0, yes. Um, we decided that we this weekend, actually, we were going to do some around-the-house kind of things, and we spent a majority of the day, well, all day yesterday, downstairs working on moving things around and cleaning things and reorganizing yeah and then today we focused up here and my goal was to get the whole entire house done however uh we did not even get through one room we spent a lot of time in this room but we got a lot done yeah well i also refinished some chairs that we're sitting on now um with fabric that we've i've been meaning to do since months yeah since we bought the fabric so we actually we found the chairs in a shed out back when we moved into this house so they're old, like, really old. They were falling apart. They were had ripped. Like leather tops. Yeah, ripped leather tops. And they were, um, the finish was all wearing off the stain of the, of the wood. And so I had the idea, well, we bought the fabric, gosh, months ago. Um, and that was the plan that we were going to recover the, the leather. But it wasn't going to look right with just the wood being there. We bought the fabric while my mom was in town. Which was when? April? Like April. Yeah, so. And that's fine. Um, and so I painted it, painted them black. There's three of them. Uh, and that's the first time I've ever done a project like that. I, like, I'm not a really creative soul. You are a creative soul. You just never have had the opportunity to. Spread my wings. Yeah. I am more, like, creative writing because then I can just hit the delete, delete, delete button and I don't have to see it ever again. Whereas this was more like, we're sitting on these chairs, we're going to see them every day. We're going to sit in them at least once a week. If, yeah, once a week at least. Um, so they look nice, and we had enough fabric to make a table runner, so we will post some pictures of our D... Is it D... Do it yourself. DIY. DIY. Podcast studio. We also move the electronics up here um, because... It only makes sense to have this be the computer room, podcast studio, video game room, laser disc room. Laser disc player. The VCR is in here. VCR. Just in case we want to watch our one VHS tape, Annie. We could get more if we wanted to. Even though I own it digitally. So that's what we did this weekend. Um, I also put a little bit of time into a desktop computer. That's actually more powerful than my old laptop I've been using. So we have a dedicated podcast studio computer. So does this mean that we can't edit our podcast in bed? No, I can still transfer it, but 
it'll edit a whole lot faster on this computer than it will on the laptop. I'm just curious if I get to get in bed with you after this. and I could just drag the table and the desktop computer over there next to the bed. Not exactly could, what I had in mind. Could do that just for you the take, bed. You take one side of the table, I'll take the other. Yeah. Let's carry it over beside the bed. Sure. Fair enough. We have to unplug everything. Just Yeah, just move. The, it's all on a power strip. Just move the power strip. Pro- problem solved. Not exactly what I had in mind, but okay. That's what you want to do in the bed. Um, I was in a kind of a funk this week. For a lot of the week. I was. It was. I'm not really looking forward to this week coming up just because I feel like I don't want to be in that funk again. I feel like we didn't, I didn't do a whole lot of stuff except for kind of laze around. And I wasn't feeling very well in the first place, so that might have had something to do with it. But I'm just trying to like kick myself out of the funk. I think that our little break tonight will help me hopefully have a better attitude. The break she's referring to is that Kid Flash got a visit from his mom today. Uh, she stopped in because she had bought um, Princess a dress and it was too small. So she went to pick, she wanted to pick it up and take it back to the store. So she came to do that. And while she was here, we were eating lunch and her and her boyfriend kind of came in and sat down and just visited with us like a normal visit. Like, like we were old friends. Yeah. Like nothing had ever happened like the past handful of times we'd been together the police hadn't been called like that wasn't even a second thought so while they were here they were talking we we're talking and and kid flash decided that he wanted to go with them to see if he could go with them and spend the afternoon with them scariest thing that's ever happened to us well i'm just kidding it wasn't the scariest thing that's ever happened to me but i mean i was up there it's pretty scary to think about there's always that thought in the back of my mind that she that they're just going to keep him until their move which they're planning as soon as possible is how she worded it so they're planning on moving out of state and my worry is that they're just going to pick up with him and go um some of the like grounding factors that kept me from panicking over it and worrying about it is the fact that he is on medication now and she doesn't have the medication um which will kind of keep, I think, just from that standpoint, from her her being a mom, she's not going to keep him away from his medication. Right. Well, she knows it's not working, so. And they're, we, as we mentioned before, they're in a transition and they're living in a camper right now until they move into their new place. So they really don't have a place. They don't have a bed for him. He went with his sleeping bag and pillow and he's going to sleep in the camper with them. Which we did stop by there today. He didn't go with his sleeping bag. We brought it to him. And the camper is a lot smaller than I had in mind. That I had pictured in my head, I guess. I was thinking like this big... Town, or what do they call those? Park models. Yeah. And it's not that. Not so at all. I mean, that. But I, I don't even know if I can get my butt in the bathroom. It's a medium-sized medium sized Medium? Medium? That would be considered a medium? I would think that's medium. I don't even want to know what the small looks like. Well, what sm- size was like, your camper? Like a pop-up as a small camper. Well, or they have those like small, kind of round-looking campers. And that's a, yeah, it's okay. a slightly larger than a pop-up. So, unless you go with a gigantic pop-up You camper. didn't really peek your head in there, but in comparison, how big was your camper? It was smaller than that. Because you had a place for the kids to sleep, though, too, didn't you? 
Well, it was a pop-up, so it, it opened up. The top, oh. the, the sides folded out, yes. and there was a bed on each end. Okay. Whereas with that, you have a bed on the end, probably. Yep. There's usually like like a sit-down spot, like a bench to sit down, yep. and then there's a table. And the table converts to a bed, which... No, it was just a table. There was no bench. So it was like a huge bed, like maybe like a queen-size bed. Full-size bed? Probably, yeah. Long bed, and then it was a table, and then there was a teensy tiny little hallway walkway area and then the um sink some covered space in this teeny tiny little bathroom so there would have been no bathroom in your old your camper no okay so that's that's what you okay fine medium i'll go with medium but it was very small in comparison to our house it was (laughs) teeny little living space it was it's about the same size well it's probably a little smaller than our podcast studio yeah oh that's sad that is sad uh, I mean, it was kind of cool, though. They were rough in it, you know, for people that like that, like me and you. It, that would be... They had everything set up. They had the little cooking area set up outside. Yeah. They had the clothesline with rugs and stuff up on it. It looks like they've... They figured it out. Yeah, definitely. They've made it work. They haven't been there real long, and they're not, in theory, going to be there much longer than... Hopefully. There's no way that they can raise the baby there. Um, But yeah, he's there, and I. they went to a movie, and I haven't heard from them since... Well, around, we kind of skipped over the fact that around the, the point when they were at the movie, they sent a message saying that he wanted to stay the night. So he, he requested that after he left. He didn't go with the intent to stay the night, but right. he, yeah, while they were out, it was asked if he could stay the night. Well, she had said, how long do I have with him? When do you want him home by? And she said, we are, we're doing a lot of stuff, and I just want to know time-wise, you know, what we have time for. You know, do I have time for a movie? So on and so forth. And so we said, well, you tell me. What do you want? What do you think? I mean, are you asking me that because you want to bring him back right now? Or are you... Are you sick of him already? Yeah, you want him for the week or what? Um, But Princess was at a birthday party at this time. So it's not like we were excluding her. She was at a birthday party, a pool party, and having a lot of fun. And he was just devastated. And I felt horrible for him because he was devastated that he couldn't go to the party and he did go in the car with me, and then he wanted to stop at the grocery store with me, and I had already gotten everything that I needed at the dollar store when I stopped there, and I didn't have to make an extra stop. So he, I told him that we weren't going to stop, and he was very sad about that because he really wanted to do something other than hang out at home while we're cleaning and organizing things. Um, so, and he said, you know, on the way home, he's like, I just really wish that I could sleep at the camper and, and hang out with mom and, and see mom. And it just makes me sad because it's like, what do you say? Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Like, oh, so I say, yeah, I wish too, honey. But then that is a negative thing to say, I think, at the same time. Because we don't know if they would even entertain the idea. They, I don't think they've ever, since they've been in that that position, that living in the camper, they haven't shown any interest of they've they've shown interest of the kids coming to visit but not for them to stay well and i think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that she doesn't want the rejection she doesn't want to hear no yeah um so it's better just not to ask but i think that you know a lot of people would say well why would you after everything that's happened why would you trust her um and i think that because we i we do when we when we discuss this with people 
you know, we try not to. It is our, I mean, obviously we're discussing it with hundreds of people that listen to this podcast every week, but I mean, we really try not to go around and have her be the center of our lives for sure. But it does, you know, people judge you and they ask questions and they want to know, you know, what's going on, what's the status. And it's sometimes it's like, well, what do you even say? Because everybody has their own opinion. And so if you give, if somebody asks, you know, oh, what's going on with the kids today? Yeah, you give them that brief, like, this is where, like, this is what the the happenings of our week were. Immediately you get like, well, it was me. Yeah, then I would have done this day. And it's like, well, you know what? It's not you. Well, why didn't you do this? Or why did you let him go to her house and spend, you know, I would never allow that to happen. And, you know, it comes down to the fact that he's hers. He's always been mommy's little boy. And he needs his mom. They both need their mom. And we can't control who she's with. And she's sober now, which is good. And she seems to be thinking. She definitely seems more in control. There's a difference in her deme- her entire demeanor now. Just her energy in general, I think. There's a complete difference. She's not as sobby as she used to. She's in control. Yeah, she's in control of herself. Yeah. For the most part. And he seemed... The last couple times that he was here, he seemed to be better, too. And he passed the dog test today. The dog went up to him and loved on him and wagged her tail. And wasn't... Yeah, I was very happy with him. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, if you don't believe that, I mean, invite over your worst enemy and see what happens. Um, Because she was approving of him. So, they that's where they are. And Princess was at a birthday party, and she said she wouldn't have gone anyways, if, even if... She had been invited because she's not there yet. She's not ready for that. Um, she's not comfortable with him. She immediately, I think her first, her initial reaction when she was told was worry. She was worried for she him. She started sobbing. It was, yeah, it was sad. She was worried that something was going to happen to him or she was worried that he was in trouble. Right. And speaking of him in trouble... We have been, we have continued to struggle with him and getting him to kind of fall into a routine to get himself on a a daily basis to wake up and get his room picked up, get his med bed made, get his his bed made. I don't even think that that is necessarily the struggle. I mean, if you really dive deep into what the struggle is. The struggle that we're having is just life. He's struggling with his life. I mean, that's what it boils down to, is he is such a wild card. He is a loose cannon. He, a lot of the time, isn't in control of himself. And it it wears on us. And it comes to the point where you are faced with the choice between having a positive attitude and a negative attitude towards him. And then you realize... You catch yourself like, well, I can't be negative towards him if he doesn't deserve it. But he's not making a conscious decision to to not listen or Most not of the time. follow directions. That he has a disorder, which is causing his brain to not work properly. But at the same, I mean, he's so smart. We had this long conversation yesterday for an hour and a half about, and it was a conversation. It wasn't a lecture. It was literally a conversation. And the first thing I did is I asked him. What did you do yesterday? 
And he was detailed. Like Det- he yeah, detailed, got up more and detailed about, than I remember. Like, what he had breakfast. What he ate for breakfast. Like very specific details about all the events he did throughout the day. And so I know that he knows what to do. I know that he understands right from wrong. And I was thinking about this yesterday, or maybe it was today, um, while I was trying to sleep. Um, speaking of right from wrong, and this is kind of going off on a tangent a little bit, but hey, whatever. Um, when I was growing up, my childhood was tough and it was tough because I had a disdain for authority. My parents and I didn't get along. Um, I was rebellious. My parents and I fought all the time and I felt like they were too strict and it, it caused a lot of turmoil between my parents and it for and it had for many years after I moved out I mean I moved out as quickly as I possibly could and I've have since then felt very 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 resentful of my siblings I think because they didn't get the strictness that I got at, you know as it happens with younger. younger children yes for sure and so but as I you know I've I've been kind of thrown into raising two older children, semi-older children, in comparison to my own children, I find myself pulling um, a lot of the same tactics and things from my childhood that I hated. And I wonder if that's a thing. I wonder if there's other people that feel that way, where you pull you know, you say the same things that your your family has said and or your dad. For, for me, it's my dad. He always said these mantras that he used to say, everything in his place, everything has a place. Life's a puzzle. Figure it out. Nothing goes on the floor. Um, and, this, and then something about doing things half-asked. And I think that probably today, if you listen to me today, Charlie, you probably would have heard me say it at least... 98% of those things. Yeah, most of those things I've heard you say recently. Does it work, though? I don't, it's hard to tell. It, it feels like everything we've done has been a failure. Like, every time we we try something new, we get a short while into it, and it's like, never mind. This isn't working. Well, and then it, it, it becomes the question of, are we... Or am I, or are we pulling things from our childhood because it's what we know or what we remember? And that's why we're trying to implement those things? Or are we doing it because they worked for us? Or maybe a little bit of both. I don't even know. Probably a little bit of both. Like the room situation with their room and it was and it's not that big of a you know it's not a huge deal i go into other people's homes all the time and their kids rooms are disasters yes and so it's it's a i mean my room used to be a disaster as a kid my sister's room used to be a disaster as a kid it was a until my parents stepped in but um but it was it's a constant i think with any child it's a constant like go clean your room 
Um, but then we had a day where I literally cleaned their whole entire room for them and showed them exactly how to do it. This is the way it should be clean. This is what we expect. And this is where this goes. And this is, and it may have been anal retentive. It probably was a little OCD. This is where things go. There's a place for everything. Everything has a place, but that worked because that room is spotless. Yeah. That was actually a comment that their mom made. Today. The, the two of them, the mom and the boyfriend, were in there, and they both made the comment that, like, wow, the room is very picked up. It's very clean. They're surprised, both surprised and impressed. Well, because of the, the state of that the house that the kids came from. Yeah. It definitely wasn't like that in the other house at all. So, I mean, I think that is a huge win, and something that's so simple and so meaningless, like... You know, what is the real reason you have to clean your room? I mean, yeah, so it looks nice. So you can find things. So you can find things. But I think that the thing is, is it builds character. I certainly think it helps them sleep better because they, and it may be coincidental, but they certainly sleep later. Yeah. When their room is clean. Because it's, I think it's a clean space. Gives way to a clean mind. I don't know. It also teaches them respect, though, too, to be able to respect the rest of the house and know that when they get something out in the kitchen, they have to put it away. Right. Which is something even as adults we still struggle with. Me, at least, putting stuff away. I know there's things out right now in the kitchen that I didn't put away, too. Like all the dishes in the sink? We didn't have our dishwasher here today. I know, but I think we're going <laughs> to... I don't want him to have that task anymore. It's too... I think it's too much for him with all of us here. It's hard, too, because he has to... to he can't reach... So yeah. he, in order to put the dishes away, he has to climb up onto the counter. I think I do like the idea of um, him doing the sorting of the laundry. Speaking of which, and I don't know if this person specifically listens to this podcast, but if they do, a little shout out. I went to show you this while we were there, but the birthday party that Princess went to today... Um, the man of the house built the lady of the house a beautiful, wonderful wooden laundry basket sorter. Interesting. Out of wood. Like, imagine it at, on Pinterest. Pinterest? Pinterest. Pinterest? Pinterest. <laughs> Continue. Do you want to, like... Pause really quick and figure out which who's right. I, I don't know who's right. I don't think it really matters. I think it does right now. Um, While I'm looking on my phone right now, see if we can see how to pronounce it. I just wanted to say that I we just got a message here um, from a listener to our podcast who is listening to number two right now, episode two, Contingency Plan, um, in tears. In tears. She is crying um, because we talked about boundaries in the last podcast and how sad our world is. We should not have to have these kind of conversations with our children. Yes. And she's completely right. Absolutely. Okay, Google. Okay, Google. How do you pronounce Pinterest? Okay. 
So it took me to a YouTube video. Let's play this YouTube video here. Pinterest. Oh, looks like you. Pinterest. 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 You're right. I win for once. It's the only time. I know I say a lot of words funny. You do, like big lots. Big lots. It's different when you say it right after me. Big lots. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to go through the recording and just isolate that word and just listen to it and see if it sounds funny. Um, the other word that you say funny is pancakes. Pancakes. <laughs> I don't hear a difference. Uh, what was the other one? I do enjoy making pancakes though. I haven't made pancakes in a little while, so maybe when we get home tomorrow, I'll make pancakes. Hey, um, what were we talking about? Did I go off on a tangent when we were actually talking? Are we good? Like, are we? Do we? Circle back to where we were. You were discussing a tangent about this laundry oh sorter. Oh my gosh, the laundry sorter. So, have you ever seen it on Pinterest? I have not. Do you go on Pinterest? I have a Pinterest account. You have every account. Yes. Okay, so imagine this, okay? It's like a... How can I describe this for everybody? Um, I'm going to have to find this on Pinterest and put the link in the show notes. Probably. So imagine laundry baskets. I can imagine like square or rectangle. Rectangular. Okay. Laundry baskets of normal size and color. And um, so then you have wooden shelves where your laundry baskets get pushed back, kind of like a morgue. Okay. For laundry baskets. Okay. For dirty clothes. It's like your morgue for dirty clothes. And then you pull out the slab of the dead socks. Okay. So you have to, the laundry has to be dead. <laughs> Doesn't it smell dead when you put it down there? <laughs> Some of it does smell dead, yes. <laughs> um, do you get what I'm saying? Can you imagine it in your head now? I kind of can imagine it. So he built this with wood and laundry baskets. Okay. You're having so a hard time. So it's like a... Basically just a framework. Yes. And the like the, the handle, the side handles of the laundry basket rest on it and slide in. Yes. And so you can slide the laundry basket out. Does the laundry basket just pull out and stop? Can you take out what you need or can you take the whole basket out? You certainly can take the whole basket out. the whole basket out. back in. Yes. Okay. I can picture it. Okay. And then so she has different colored laundry baskets for different things such as whites, darks, towels, so on and so Et cetera's. forth. Etc. Etc. Which, what kind of accessories do you want? Oh, like the toys that we wash. Stuffed animals? Yes. I don't know that we would need a dedicated laundry basket for said things. But there probably were enough slots in this morgue day laundry baskets to put an extra one in there. But it was super cool. He <laughs> thought that he was going to do like a country theme where he made it look like, like a... Um, like country and western? Yeah, like a barn of some sort. Like he's going to put like... Like a steel guitar? In a cowboy hat? Yeah, he was going to sit outside with a horse and tie it up to the saloon. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> I so, I was trying to figure out where you were going to build me mine in my laundry room, but I got nothing. So, I think we need to build a new house. I think we need to... Around this morgue idea. We have a spot that would be relatively perfect for that. We do. Two by two. We could do two on the bottom, two on the top, and right where the dryer, the, the second dryer is. Right, but the second dryer is there, so where would the second dryer live? The second dryer would have to go out into the garage. Oh, but I don't want it in the garage. On the steps. I don't want it on the steps. I like having that big, those big steps open. 
So that's not, it's a deal breaker for me. So we have to just deal with baskets on the floor or something. Maybe. Right now we have the idea, we don't have it implemented, but we have the idea of these bushel, wooden bushel, bushel baskets. Apple bushel baskets, yep. And Bushels we and have apples. three of those, or four of those. I don't even know how many we three, have. Three, I believe, for white starks. And and those could be painted, and they'd look really nice if they were painted. I do know how to paint as of today. We, yeah, we saw how easy it was to paint those chairs. Oh, was it easy? It lo- you made it look easy. Oh, is that what it was? That's where I'm going with this. No, my thought was actually that we would get fabric, because then we can, if, if necessary, like one of the kids is like, hey, I'm going to throw my muddy pants into the laundry basket well now i have to clean it out because there's mud everywhere whereas if there was a like a cinch sack of some sort that i make with fabric i can be just put over and cinched at the bottom that sounds complicated when you could just dump it out and then set it in the little utility sink there and just rinse it out okay but haven't you ever been to tarjay nope and they have those they have those pretty laundry baskets with the fabric inside of them. Yes. That's what I want. So but I don't want to pay like $36 for it, sorry. I just want to make it myself. It I, seems complicated. It might be complicated. We could have just bought new chairs here, but I made them beautiful. Yes, very beautiful. So why can't I make the, the bushel baskets beautiful? I'm sure... Are you telling me no? I'm sure there's a YouTube video where we can figure out how to do it. Of I'm course just there is, but I was a, going from to... From an easy perspective. Okay, but nothing in my life is easy. Some things are easy. Like what? Sunday morning. It's a song. Stevie Wonder. I know that it's a song, and I was trying to decide if Sunday mornings were easy. The Sunday morning was easy. Yep. Every Sunday morning isn't easy. Depends on who you're talking to. It's true. Fair enough. What else is easy in my life? I think for the most part, our relationship's easy. I knew you were going to say that. I was kind of beating around the bush with it, but I definitely think that our relationship is easy. Why are you blushing? I'm not blushing. You I'm are. just the My uh, pop filter is a bright color, and it's reflecting the, sc- the computer screens, reflecting light on my face. That's strange, because it wasn't doing that five <laughs> seconds ago. I leaned in. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, for the most part, our relationship is easy. We did have a fight the other day. I kicked a gate into the kitchen. And then I threw it back into the living room after you left. Well, it was already in pieces. You kicked it into pieces, which was impressive. I'm impressive. Well, it's like kind of a... It's janky. Dilapidated. Yep. Dilapidated. Dilapidated. Um... What were we fighting about? I don't even remember. It was something really, really dumb. You calling me dumb? No, but the argument was dumb. It was dumb. It was something to do with me. Oh, it was, it was, you told me to, to wipe up the baby. (laughs) And I, I guess I didn't realize the urgency of doing it right away oh no 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 no! you told me you didn't hear me tell you to wipe up the baby and i don't know if it necessarily i think is the truth coming out right now on the podcast no i this this episode of the podcast (laughs) is called truth and consequences i don't i i honestly don't remember you specifically telling me to wipe up the baby but when you came out you were immediately mad at me like why didn't you do it because you're sitting on the couch with your phone with all of the kids 
Minus the screaming baby. You knew I had to get out the door. I'm pretty sure it was a funny YouTube video. I'm pretty sure that it was not necessary for the kids to be sitting there watching a quote-unquote funny YouTube video when the baby was sitting there screaming and I had to get out the door. Do you want to fight about this again? I don't want to fight about this again. But it was lit- like literally a, a matter of grabbing the washcloth and it takes like 30 seconds to wipe him up. So I didn't think it was that big of a deal. It wasn't done. I could just grab the washcloth, wipe him up, and been ready to go. But it immediately was a fight. <laughs> <laughs> now your face is turning red, but it doesn't look like you're embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed of anything. I'm right. You're wrong. I asked you to do something. You told me you would do it, and then you didn't do it. How would you feel if I did that to you? How would you feel if you were took a ladder, and you got up on top of the roof, and then the ladder fell down, and you asked me, can you please grab the ladder and put it back up so I can get down? And I said, yeah, sure. And then I walked away to show the kids a funny YouTube video. And there you stood on the roof in a lightning storm with a kite and a key. I know. I, I, don't, I don't, don't know why that key or why I keep the key on the kite string. I just do. To get struck by lightning, obviously. Well, for one, I would drop myself down onto the garage. If I was up on the tall roof, I could drop myself down into the garage, and then from the garage, I could drop myself onto the deck, and I'd be okay. So I, I think I'd be okay. <laughs> okay, so what if... Okay. What if you were in the shower... And I needed a towel. And you needed a towel, and there were no towels in the bathroom at all, and you said, okay, could you please give me a towel, because my ex-wife is standing in the living room, and I can't come out without a towel... And I said, yeah, sure, I'll grab you a towel. And then I went out and showed your ex-wife and the kids a funny YouTube video. video. And you were just standing there freezing in the bathroom wet. In that situation, I would go over to the the little wall control panel. I turn on the heater and it blows heat from the ceiling and I could stand under it and air dry in the warmth. And then I'd be okay, I think. I'm pretty adaptable. I don't... Okay, MacGyver. What if you were on I-94? Yes. And your engine blew up and you were on fire. Mm-hmm. Fire. Because your engine blew up. That makes me sad because I love my car. And you called me and you said, can you please come out and put this fire out? And I said, yeah, sure. I don't think I would call you to put the fire out. I think I would call you to come get me, though. Okay. So I called. Yeah. Whatever. I was called to come get you. And instead, I showed the kids a funny YouTube video. Uh, it depends and, on how funny the video is, though, too. Like, if it was that, that cat saying, hey, video, I can just watch that over and over again. That's <laughs> just a great so video. So you would be understanding if I showed up six hours later. That'd probably be okay. And it, you were on the side of the road in a, in a snowstorm. Oh, I was thinking if it was night and there were a lot of mosquitoes. Mosquitoes, yes. Oh, I hate mosquitoes. Right. It was I, just I thought it would be mad if it was night. But I was showing the kids a funny YouTube video. I do have AAA, though, so I mean, (laughs) AAA would... Nope, last time you called AAA, they never showed up. I know, they didn't even, they didn't do anything. Who did, though? Who showed up for you? Who showed up? I called AAA. Yes. And they didn't dispatch anyone. Correct. After an hour of waiting, I called and said, where's the truck? And they're like, oh, we never dispatched anyone. We can dispatch someone now. It'll be there in about an hour. And how angry did that make you? They were probably showing all their coworkers a funny YouTube video. And I hung up on them. And And then then you called insurance. I called insurance, who my car insurance is through. And they're like, wow, that's crazy. They wouldn't help you at all? 
And I, they were like, we'll dispatch someone right away. So, like, 15 minutes later, you had called me, or you had you had picked up your kids, and you were questioning either heading straight home or coming back the other way, and you were like, well, I can just come out there. I was over an hour away, by the way, FYI. An hour away, but the problem with that was that neither of us had jumper cables in the car, and it was True. a dead battery. True. So you borrowed... Jumper cables. Jumper cables from your very gracious ex-husband. Gracious indeed. And brought those. They're in terrible shape, though. Very dangerous. Shh, don't tell him he that. He needs to get new jumper cables. His daddy bought him those. They're not safe. But you brought those jumper cables to me. I was able to hook it up to the car, jumpstart it, and get it going. And then in the meantime, insurance, the insurance dispatch guy called and said, we're, we're the company who's going to be out there. They gave me a time frame when they'd be there and just what to expect. And I was like... Actually, a good Samaritan helped me out. Oh. So thank I you love anyway. I describe me like that. A good Samaritan took care of me. And so I thank them for their time. Apologize. Well, I took care of you. That's for sure. Good. Definitely was taken care of. Yeah, sure was. Jumped me like you wouldn't believe. That no, car, car started times. right up. Yep. It was great. Yep. I know how to get in your engine. How to spark. Your battery. <laughs> Spark my battery. <laughs> That's awesome. So. Oh, wait. No, we were talking about a good Samaritan. Good Samaritan. Who is she? Who's, who's who? The good Samaritan. You are the good Samaritan. Mm, are you not, like, you're not from Samaria? Um, don't think that's the place. No, that's where good Samaritan comes from. I don't feel like I even remember the story. I think it was Samaria where I'm not going to tell the story because I don't know it and it'll make me sound stupid. You already sound stupid. But I remember talking it was something you don't know what you're talking about. Someone hurt by the side of the road or by the side of the road in biblical times and the two cities didn't get along and the one person was from Samaria who didn't get along with whoever the other person was and that person stopped to help them even though they were from a different culture. And that's why they're called the Good Samaritan. Speaking of which, does your mother know that you think you're God? I don't necessarily think that I'm God. But I know sometimes I can command fire and lights and I can walk on water and video games and things like that. Does your mom know? She does, she's, you've told her. I don't think I've told you've her. Told her you a begged of me not to. Offered me things. Favors. Well, see, my dad, when I was a kid, would walk into a room and say, and God said, let there be light. And then he'd turn the light switch on. So I kind of got that so from you're Jesus and your dad is God. I guess. Yeah, that does kind of make me... Well, I can walk on water. Did we just lose all of our Christian listeners? Possibly. Sorry, um, guys. Yeah, but when I'm playing Pokemon Go and we're on the boat... Yeah. I'm walking on water on the screen. I know. It's, it's funny. It's on my Instagram page, if anyone's interested. Um, at Charlie DeLong on Instagram. Don't on Instagram. I do have an Instagram, actually. It's... Breezy 0215 or something along those lines. I believe it is. I believe you're correct. Yes. Get me there. I have a Twitter too, but I don't know what that is. Brianne uh, underscore Rogers too. Some, I think that's right too. Wow. All of mine are at Charlie DeLong. Who's Charlie DeLong? CharlieDeLong.com. Charlie DeLong actually has a sticker on the back of his car of his face. I do. The pixelated avatar that I use for most sites I have that printed as a sticker on the back of the car with my Twitter handle underneath it. So somebody called you and asked you to build them a website. So yes, at one point, 
I was, I don't know if I'd use the word active because I wasn't effectively running a business, but I was a Shackley distributor with my ex and we had, or I had set up a website to basically draw in leads where it was like a health quiz. I called it an HQ quiz, health quotient quiz. And it was basically like a Google form is really how it was. You filled out the form answering questions like, do you suffer from this? And you filled out like a zero through 10 or whatever, zero through nine. And you would answer 20 questions and then it would email me your results. And then I would look at the results one by one by hand and I would recommend like if you had issues with energy, what kind of natural energy supplements and multivitamins and things that I, that a product that could be offered based on what your actual need was. So I had created this and it was drawing in multiple leads a day where people were filling it out. And even to this day, I've tried to delete it from as many locations as I can, but because the, because Google still sees it as an active sheet, wherever people are still finding it, if they find the old Android app online, I'm guessing you can download that app and fill it out and it'll still send me an email with your information. So um, word had gotten around that that was a tool that a lot of other distributors could use. And the group that I was working with, um, the dad of the group called me and was questioning if I still had that, what it would take to revive that and try to get it going for the the group that basically was my upline at that point. So that's kind of an interesting opportunity to be able to see if I can recreate what I did before and get the same amount of enthusiasm out of it. Well, and I think it's super cool that they mentioned you and. Yeah. To get a lot of, a lot of people throughout really throughout the last couple of years, people were talking about it at the meetings and things like that. They're talking about, like questioning this is what was made and like who made it and things like that so it was kind of cool I just it was kind of an accident I just I did it just as a trial it was mainly because I hate paper yeah I hate paper forms right and if I could find a way to digitize that so that I didn't have to hand someone a paper form and then have them get it back to me and it like you talk to someone and you're like here take this form and they're like oh, I'll fill it out later and then they fill it out later and they never get it back to you so it's kind of a waste of time a waste of everybody's time but if it's an app and you load it or you go to a website you see it and you fill it out right then and there and submit it it's done in there i have your email address i can get back to you and let you know what the answers are so if you can do some sort of a lead driven application and or um what's the other word i'm sorry application or survey it's very late on a Sunday. I'm very tired. Um, Not as late as normal, though. That's true. That's good. Um, if you can do that for that kind of thing, how come we can't do that for Herbalife? We could do it for Herbalife. I think the difference, I think the tools that I need to pull that off is more information, more research, maybe like an electronic catalog to kind of look through and give myself an idea of what I would offer and what product to start with the product and then figure out what need there would be for the product. And then to word some questions around that would be something that could be turned into an Herbalife tool too. Sure. 
I think that'd be cool. Super cool. Herbalife is life changing and they have a little bit more to offer too. Then, you know, I mean, it would be a long survey, I think. Depending, there could be different tabs for if you want to learn about skincare, if you want to learn about weight loss, weight management, you know, strength and conditioning. I feel like it would be it would be easier to break it into like uh, one about how you feel, like sure how your body feels, like centered around those kind of questions, or you could even question one about a separate one about like skincare. Right. Like ask a few skincare related questions in a separate forum, a separate app. I would keep them separate. Okay. Interesting. Well, maybe we'll work on that for this week and then we can talk about it later. Um, we, we haven't talked about Herbalife at all um, and on our podcast thus far, although we are only three um, episodes in, but I've been kind of dabbling. On and off. Definitely more off than on. However, not because I want to be necessarily. It's just that I haven't had the time to focus my energy in it, which is a horrible, horrible excuse um, because it makes me feel amazing. Herbalife is amazing in every single way. It makes me feel amazing. It, it gives me energy for days and it's awesome. So more to come on that for sure. I can definitely tell from a multivitamin standpoint, if I take a multivitamin in the morning, just having that extra, the extra stuff in my system, I can tell right away. Like I'm definitely more productive on a day when I take a multivitamin. I am too. Well, on the end days that I drink more water as well, which that's a huge thing. It's protein and hydration. It's, it's being good to your body and fueling your body. I struggle with the water. You sure do. You're getting better though. I definitely overdid it with coffee yesterday. Well, that's because you got bought new coffee creamer. I bought new coffee creamer and I had a few cups of coffee spaced out throughout the day and then we watched a movie. Do you think that's why you couldn't fall asleep last night? Probably. It felt like I was on a caffeine high. Huh. But we watched the movie till I don't know, twelve thirty? Ten, Cloverfield Lane, which is a horrible movie by the way, I don't see it. I I kinda liked it. I, I like some aspects of it. I guess I was just kind of disappointed that it ended like that. I think I would have been happier if it, I mean, it's been out long enough that I can spoil it, right? I, I, I don't think it really, I think, yeah, I agree that the ending of it, it kind of just, it was abrupt. There really wasn't closure. Well, not only that, though, but I feel like, I guess I would have been happy if there wasn't a monster at the end. Kind of ruined it for me. But I guess maybe it's just because I'm not in those kind of movies. Yeah, it's definitely... Like, it would have been cool if it was, like, proceeding into, like, The Walking Dead. Yeah. Like, she got out and there were zombies everywhere and they killed her or something. Or they didn't. You think, I was going to say, you think it would be a better movie if she died? Maybe. And it was weird because it had that monster and it didn't really explain what it was. But, and I I don't, I've, I've seen the original Cloverfield movie a long time ago. I own it. Yeah. But I don't remember... If the monster that we saw in that movie was the same monster. This is like the scariest monster ever. It's scary and I had nightmares about him last night. I didn't have nightmares, but I got in bed. because you didn't sleep. And I'm pretty sure it's because of the coffee overdose, but I got in, I got in bed. Or did I snore? We, we both were going to bed at the same time. He's ignoring the snoring question. I was obviously snoring. I, <laughs> she was, for the record, not snoring. Oh, God. 
I could tell she was sleeping by her breathing, though. But I got up. I breathe ugly. You don't breathe ugly. You have something to say? I don't. So I went into the bathroom and came out. And I (laughs) came out of the bathroom and you were like rolled over on your side. And I could tell you were sleeping just based on how quiet you were and breathing. Oh, because I wasn't talking? Because you weren't talking. You didn't say like. (laughs) Jibber jabber. Anything to me when I walked into the room. Usually you'll say something to me when I walked into the room. Um, I thought about testing to see if you were to sleep by saying something like something scary like oh my god is there someone standing in the corner over there oh is my god totally, i hate you get out get out would have totally freaked this you out. podcast is over get out but i didn't i didn't do that obviously I, not maybe you didn't i don't even know that's why i had nightmares sometimes i think about things like that but i would never do it i would never do it you want to know the, the worst the part of the whole entire key. thing no the thing the, the worst part is that you used to get so bent out of shape when my ex-husband used to do that to me. And that's why I would never do it. Okay, but why would you think it then? <laughs> no, I think sometimes I think it would be funny to do things, but you have to weigh the funny, the the ratio of funny versus bad. Right. Like, is the outcome going to end up bad or is it going to be funny? Yeah, well, it's... for you, the outcome would be it would either be funny or you'd be up all night because I was up be all sitting, night. <laughs> be sitting up all night while you... You remember the other night when I was just terrified? And you're of... like, I want you to go through the house with a flashlight and make sure everything's locked and he did walk the whole house and check it all out i'm like okay i didn't argue i didn't fuss you were like i'm exhausted but you are crazy b-i-t-c-h so do it to make you feel better because you knew i was just in a bitch about it and i got up walked the house everything was fine came back got in bed immediately fell back asleep so i'm having a jamberry party right now you should uh put the we should put the link to that in the Show notes I in case could. anyone wants some, some nails. Well, evidently they're having some sort of a sale right now because a lot of their um, spring and summer um, nails are being discontinued. So I'm not a huge jamberry-ite. Jamberina? Jamberian. I like that. That's good. Um, I've just done, done it once, but I love it so far. So that's kind of cool. Um, okay, so we got some negative feedback on our podcast that we need to address. Uh-oh, negative feedback. I'm ready. I can take it. Are you, are you sure? I'm sure I can you take it. You can't handle the truth. I. So you have to follow it up with something positive, though. Okay, so it turns out that our podcasts are too long. Episode two definitely was on the long end of things. Well, we're already approaching 50 minutes here, or we're over 50 minutes here. We are over 50 minutes. This person says, I'd rather have two short ones a week. So obviously it's all about me, so let's make that happen. (laughs) Which I can dig that. You know, I can understand that. And we're kind of talking about nonsense at this point. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. What do you think, viewers, listeners? I think for the most part, they're between 30 and minutes in an hour, don't you? Yeah, I think on average, a lot of podcasts are between 30 to 60 minutes. Sure. So I've yeah. definitely listened to some, and it's not a matter of the the other, the, the flip side of that coin is you don't have to listen to the whole thing at one time. True. You can she listen to listen half. To it's, it's, it's on demand. You can listen whenever you want. Good call. I used to listen to a podcast, which I still have the sticker on the back of my car. For that also, uh, the Tell Them Steve Dave podcast and some of their podcasts ramble on for two, three hours. They do we some games. We watched a movie games. today with a bunch of Tell Them Steve Dave, unfortunately. We did. We watched Mallrats today. Great cult classic. Now here's the thing, guys. 
here's what he did to me, all right? It was kind of a trick. It was. He, we were sitting in the living room, or I'm sorry, in the adult room. and In the podcast studio. I was sitting on the floor painting chairs, right? See? And <laughs> the black paint was strewn about on this cardboard that I was sitting on. And I was stuck where I was sitting, uh, painting. And all of a sudden, he decides that we're going to watch a movie. Well, she had, you had left. He doesn't consult you me. You had left, and I had gotten the TV itself hooked up. Right. And I hooked up the Xbox. And I was kind of messing around with the Xbox, and it has Netflix and all that stuff on. So I logged in with my, whatever they call it, Crackle. Xbox ID. Yeah, Live ID. Live ID. I don't know what they call it. I used to work with them. Um, I logged in with that, and then was trying to figure out the Netflix logins and those weren't working and but it also has a couple other other apps like Crackle with it has free movies and Popcorn Time I think it's called or something like that Popcorn something so there's a couple of free apps and I downloaded those and was messing around with those to try to find something to watch and then you got back and you started working on the continuing to work on the chairs and involving yourself in that that lengthy project so I took the liberty of sharing one of my favorite films with you while, while you were Can doing you the work. This for a second? And we're back after Kid Flash's goodnight call. That's kind of a strange thing to get it's been a little while since we've actually gotten a good night call because they've been here every night for so many well we we get real good nights but this was weird to get the phone call it was good it was good i was impressed i was happy i was going to request one but then i figured it would be kind of too much to ask so because we haven't been great about good night calls right well and because we never know what she's doing or what have you so and because we don't get responses throughout the day we don't get true feedback as to Really anything throughout the day. Right. We'll go days without hearing from her. Which is fine. She doesn't need to talk to us every single day, but... It would be nice. She could call at night. Yeah. So, yeah, he sounds happy, and that's good. And I don't know what we were talking about before our break. Um, but we're actually almost headed here to the one-hour mark. So, what do we got on tap for this week? Um, That's a good question. Tomorrow we have court more court stuff exciting super exciting oh we have to fill out that uh, affidavit of service tonight you should print that out while i bathe um i don't think we're gonna edit this this week i think yeah i think we're gonna just add some some music and, and send it up to the raw that way people can have it Ready for their morning commute. I think that that put us at a disadvantage waiting so long to post the last one. So it took a couple of days. The editing, to edit a one-hour podcast takes like Well, it was like an hour hours. and a half. Yeah, it was bad. And then the it, kids are everywhere and screaming. And It would take me about an hour to get through 15 minutes. And if you go through and get rid of all the ahs and the ums and try to make yourself sound a little more professional, it's, it's nice. The, the finished product's nice, but... I don't know, it pulls away from some of the realism of it. Yeah, well, it's like when you're posing for a magazine cover and you get your butt photoshopped and your tummy photoshopped and you're no longer yourself. So I um and ah all the time. So um, ah, have a great week. Yes, have a great week. Um, There's your 
Bam, bam, goodbye. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha